You are gonna be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, my talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com keyword mom. Thank you for joining us on The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. We always appreciate you being part of the show. I'm Ms. Shannon, and reminding you what we do here at The Mom Show. We have a rotating panel of experts that comes through and basically demystifies your life. There's all these things that we think that we want to look up. We're going to Google enough to make ourselves dangerous, and you just don't even get to that someday. So instead, you're laying awake at night going, oh, I should get this done. So we help you out. You come in here you check in we give you all of this information and today we are going back to talking about health but today specifically mental health courtesy of the inaugural appearance of our mm-hmm. new experts from care counseling you guys are very very welcome to join our mom show teams we have dr andrea hutchinson their ceo and we also have john hutchinson their head of operations thank you both for joining us thank you for having us morning yeah so we're really happy to have you here because we do talk about a variety of quote unquote health related topics we talk about financial health we talk about overall health with one of our other experts Dr. Amy from uh, uh, from Health Foundations and so we're very happy to have you be part of the team because we know how much all of these things kind of overlap so let's remind everybody what care counseling does and now you guys have a great tagline about adulting is hard <laughs> yeah that's our tagline right now um, we do general outpatient mental health therapy so that's kind of confusing for a lot of people right. basically What we do is we work with people who are struggling with anxiety, depression, maybe grief or loss, and help kind of work through those symptoms and find a little bit more peace. Yeah. so, John and, and, and Dr. Hutchinson, is there a difference when you say, okay, I'm going to see a counselor versus a therapist versus a psychiatrist? Are those all in the same framework or am I ta- going through semantics? What's the differentiation? So we talk about this all the time with our team and with new clients. And basically the, the issue people run into is it's really confusing. It's a complex marketplace. There's different levels of care. Um, mental health only really been part of health care for, what, eight years since the Affordable Care Act? So, yeah, it's really complicated. And it was built out of crisis. So right. most, most situations are built for really high acuity where an organization like ours is trying to help people enter into mental health or exit from higher levels of care. Because, I mean, I thought, I think we were looking at some statistics that say that there are really just a really low percentage mm-hmm. of people that actually go and seek this type of, yep. of counseling and care, right? Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. It's um, something like... Fifty percent of people that are experiencing experiencing a mental health crisis actually attempt to get services. So if you think about it, that's one in two people that are suicidal or so anxious that it's impacting their work. And that's why we're so excited to be on the show. Um, We really want to kind of open the doors to help more people get services and get the help they need before it is a crisis. Well, I think when we were talking about this before you guys were getting ready to come on, when you say mental health crisis, I think that that's still very difficult for people to go, Mm -hmm. what am I looking at? When is it appropriate? When can I, you know, is it okay for me to get help? Or I'm just, you know, am I just, as you put it in your head, you you talk yourself out of it and you go, I'm just whining. Maybe I'm just whining. Mm -hmm. What can, what kind of services can they get when they come to care counseling? Um, We do mostly just one-on-one therapy. So 
talk therapy once a week to help get support uh, with learning new skills to cope a little bit better with life. You know, a lot of people who come to us have already tried on their own. Right. Many things Mm -hmm. to try to figure out how to deal with their anxiety, their stress, whatever they're facing. And so we're helping build skills. We're helping them kind of unpack how their past, their history influences where they are today. And to kind of reorganize the way they, you know, either look at the world, um, look at themselves, and to make sense of it. I mean, when you look at every other part of healthcare, no one expects to like take care of their heart on their own if they need a cardiologist or have have like flutters. Right. Um, sometimes life gets just overwhelming, and you can you can work through it, you can push through it, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a great experience, and it certainly doesn't mean you're going to come out stronger. Right. And I think it is very. You know, it's very exposing to sit there and go, no, I actually need help when you're Mm -hmm. thinking about these things. Like I remember through my life when I was transitioning through something and I, you want to be that person says I can handle it, Mm -hmm. but then going, it's okay. And there's, uh, there's no dishonor and going, no, I need to go talk to somebody. Like I remember when I was going through my divorce or after I, you know, went through, you know, some losses in my life going, now's a good time for me to go and talk to someone. And I was very fortunate that I did have a great counselor at the Mm -hmm. time and I know even from talking to a lot of, you know, uh, our other my talkers and we ca- this comes up a lot with the subject matter that we cover here on the mom show is that there's lots of things that we hear about, especially when we because we spend so much time talking about pop culture and celebrities. You go, oh, that's Hollywood. That does. I don't need that. Yeah. It's I don't need a financial advisor. I don't need a prenuptial agreement. That's mm-hmm. what Kim Kardashian does. And I think that coming, <laughs> having a, a, a therapist or a counselor sounds very 90210. Yeah. And so people forget, no, no, Lisa from Apple Valley, this can help you too. Well, Miss Shannon, that's exactly right. So <laughs> mm-hmm. like as care counseling and my talk started engaging with one another, part of the reason why we did was um, people like Liz, who's live streaming us right now, yes. um, were, they started sharing the stories that have just happened around this building. Right. And it's like amazing how many people have experienced like pretty traumatic events. Yes. Um, whether it's suicide or learning disabilities or divorce or single parenting like that that kind of stuff does not just take care of itself right and it's nice i remember going it's nice to talk to someone that can reframe the way that you even are looking at your own life and Mm -hmm. and give you that sense of empowerment about no these are legitimate struggles that you're having and you're trying to keep it together but sometimes you just need license and somebody else that can help you look at it from a different perspective yeah and you know even if you are supported by family and friends it's not the same as having a counselor or therapist right because family and friends are going to interject with their experiences and their stories whereas when you're meeting with a counselor it's a really different kind of relationship right i mean the therapist is going to be on your side and join your life story and your worldview and help navigate that with you without interjecting their own personal experiences. Yeah. Right. Well, as always, we encourage you to be part of the Mom Show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We're going to cover a lot of great information today, but we do want to remind you that this segment is not psychological advice, and it does not constitute a therapeutic relationship. We don't want to keep in mind that we are encouraging you to make sure that you treat your individual situation as it is, an individual situation, and go and get your own information even though this might seem applicable to you hopefully this will be a good conversation starter for you or for you to find maybe a commonality as we go through the different subject matters as we're going to cover every time care counseling comes on does that make sense uh, mm-hmm. dr hutchison and, and john yeah i mean the more we can normalize some of these regular life events the better i think everyone and all these lis- all the listeners will be right because mm-hmm. today i think we're going to kind of give an overview of some reasons to come to therapy does that mm-hmm. sound right yep we're going to talk about reasons to come to therapy and the common barrier 
barriers that we hear uh, people discuss why they're not going to therapy. So right. we kind of want to debunk those and hopefully start the conversation to destigmatize seeking out help. Right. And, and I also think, we'll touch on some things that you should expect from good therapists because mm-hmm. not all therapists are created equal. I appreciate yeah. you saying that. And we do remind all of our mom show listeners. Uh, we encourage you to go out there, seek help. But we also mm-hmm. go, it's a matter of finding the right fit for yep. you. Exactly. And we have great partners. And then, you know, there's lots of times when people, I think, tune in and they go, I tried that. It didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, maybe you just need to try with a different person. That's like it, never going back. Back to a gym exactly <laughs> maybe you had the wrong personal trainer and not that they were bad at their job they just didn't communicate the way that you needed them to communicate for you to be you know successful exactly. you need that connection mm-hmm. and you need to be mm-hmm. in an agency that actually supports the idea of if it's not the right connection getting you referred to someone that's a better fit that can actually help you work through these issues so mm-hmm. let's say so should we start with what if you're if i'm sitting at home Mm -hmm. Um, is there a broad sense of, you know, how can we go? I'm feeling a, B and C, I should make that call. So can we start with like the most basic one? Mm -hmm. I think it's a little easier to imagine that last phone call that you would need and feeling so in the weeds, but there's lots of times where it's that first little Mm -hmm. grain of rice of anxiety Mm -hmm. when it still would be appropriate. So how do we explain that to people? You know what? something you said just kind of struck me. I think if you're at the point where you're starting to have that kind of pre-contemplation, like, should I go to therapy? Right. There probably have been warning signs for a while. If you're already at a point where now you're thinking, could this actually help? Right. Because at that point, you've probably tried, you know, Googling a couple ideas. You've mm-hmm. tried doing some kind of at-home self-soothing strategies, and they're just not quite enough. Mm-hmm. I would really encourage somebody to maybe ask friends what their experiences have been in therapy or make that first call and try it out and just see right. Could this be a good fit? Could this help me? Could this help me figure out how to live a life that feels really enriching and empowering? And I think sometimes, you know, part of the the what worries that the, the, the concerns that you have about starting this process is, mm-hmm. oh, I have to tell everything about me and they're going to judge me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really scary. Mm-hmm. It's so scary. You know, we I often start start my uh, intakes with new people saying this is going to be very, very strange. Right. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions that are deeply personal this first time. And it's okay if you don't want to answer all of them. I'm just trying to get a picture of what's going on, but it's going to feel kind of uncomfortable at first. And often people are surprised by that. And they're surprised Mm -hmm. that sometimes it feels a little bit worse before it feels better because you are disclosing a lot about yourself, you know, to a total stranger. Right, right. Well, we are going to uh, do some more work to try and destigmatize this whole issue. We're also going to take your questions if you have anything. Uh, We appreciate our brand new mom show partners from, uh, 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 I'm sorry, from Care Care Counseling. Counseling. (laughs) Care Counseling will be right back here on the mom show. Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. In with us today, our brand new partner from Care Counseling, Dr. Andrea Hutchinson and John Hutchinson are here. Remember, you can always get this episode and previous episodes if you go to the MyTalk1071.com page. You can use the keyword care to find podcast uh, this podcast episode. And so we're talking about those barriers that people usually come up against when they're deciding if they should go and seek counseling. Mm-hmm. So we often hear sort of the same set of barriers from people, whether it's when I'm talking to my friends about what I do and or when clients come in the first time. Right. And I use the word clients as typically what we call um, individuals who come into the clinic. Mm-hmm. So we choose to use that word because it makes more sense. We don't use the word patients. Right. Um, they're clients. And so... Some of the things we hear is that 
Um, it takes a lot of time. We hear that, you know, it's expensive, people believe. Right. And just there's this stigma. So the idea of, oh my gosh, I am going to see a counselor. Right. And so one thing that I want to talk about here today is just, this is a long-term investment. Okay. Therapy isn't a short-term quick fix often. So it's kind of like training to be an elite athlete or even to run your first marathon. You can't just go on one run and expect to be able to complete a marathon in a way that's healthy for your body. Fair enough. Which brings it to Mm -hmm. the second point. It takes time. Yes. It does. It Mm -hmm. takes time. And, you know, as, um, you know, humans... We really like to do kind of the quick fix. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we really engage in things like food, perhaps alcohol, buying new clothing, kind of physical, intimate relationships or gambling. Those are quick, fast release of hormones in our brain, which feel good. Yes. Therapy doesn't really fall into that bucket. And Dr. Hutchison, I I remember having those moments in my life where, you know, just because of a lot of what I do out in the Mm -hmm. wild, I told myself, you know, if I'm in a bad mood when I come home, I'm not going to eat snacks. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I watch a lot of The Biggest Loser, and I feel like that's mm-hmm. a lot of how you hear that storyline a lot on that mm-hmm. show. And mm-hmm. for me, even though I didn't think that I, quote unquote, had that addicted personality, I've had so many friends that have struggled with, you know, alcohol addictions and those kind of addictions that I was like, okay, I'm not going to, I want my glass of wine to be celebratory yeah. or not be attached to it made me feel better. Mm-hmm. And that's a difficult thing, right? Routine. That's close to an addiction. Right. You know, it's just, it it, and it's hard to make those decisions on your own. Oh, and yeah. so it's got to be very helpful to have somebody that can help counsel you with the making these, mm-hmm. you know, well, that maybe that felt good for Thursday, mm-hmm. but what's going to help you feel better in the long run? Right. We t- I talk a lot with my clients about indulgences versus long-term self-care. Mm-hmm. Right. And there is a difference, and I think it's really hard to navigate that. And I think, you know, when you meet with a counselor, you can figure out, what does your path look like? Everyone's going to mm-hmm. have a different path because we all have different values and goals out of what we want life to look like. Right. And so working with a counselor who can really respect who you are and what your values are, to figure out what your path is going to look like. So your path might be very different to another listener right now. Right. And so when people get to the point where they go, oh, I have to say I'm seeing a counselor and they mm-hmm. look at it like such a negative. How do we dispel some of that particular myth? You know, that's a tricky one. And I think it's uh, slowly kind of falling. Those walls are falling yeah. down. I think part of the process, and you could even talk to your counselor about what that could look like for you and what you want to disclose to friends. Right. You know, some people are very comfortable and we've noticed You know, younger generations are more comfortable talking about going to a therapist Mm -hmm. in general. And sometimes um, our older clients really struggle with that. Right. So that's something, you know, each individual can figure out with their therapist. You know, what could that look like? How do I talk to my friends about what I'm doing here? Do I tell friends? Right. And what could I say to kind of explain what that looks like? Right. And I always thought that it felt very uh, freeing to sit there and go, I don't have to carry everything myself. That doesn't mean that I'm a weak person or that anything's wrong with me. And, and all of those things that we say about, oh, well, they're going to think I'm, you know, I'm crazy. No, no, we're not saying any of those things. That's mm-hmm. why we want you to go and seek help. And you don't have to do it by yourself. Right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you necessarily even have to tell your friends and family that you're going to therapy. That right. could be something you just do for yourself. I mean, our whole, our facilities are very nice and they're set up not to feel clinical. Mm-hmm. And like when you go to our waiting room, you'll notice that like it's a sprawling space, right? So you're not touching knees with other patients. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're not like trying to make sure your kid is behaving while your other child is in, in session. You, right. That's time for you. And like hopefully that's a contemplative time and that's a time where you can kind of um, reflect on what you're going to talk about, et cetera. So it's, you know, that can be a very personal thing. And just because we're talking about fighting stigma doesn't mean that you have to do that yourself right. in a time of crisis. Right. Mm hmm. 
Right, exactly. Well, when we are going through, you know, we've covered some of these reasons to come to therapy. Again, we kind of touched on what those initial things look like mm-hmm. when we come and we see it. But can we give them a little bit more of an image of, you know, what it is when they first do their initial meetings? Yeah. You know, I know we're mm-hmm. not going to give any specific information about yep. their journeys. Okay. Yep. Yeah. A lot of people um, go to therapy once a week. Mm-hmm. So that is a big investment. You know, it's one hour a week. And that might, you might be listening thinking, well, that's not that much time. You know, it can add up. So making sure you, you know, if you're going to seek out help, find a clinician that can work around your schedule. Um, That won't happen 100% of the time, but often if you have a consistent time Mm -hmm. to meet with a therapist, a lot of um, jobs can kind of work around that, which is nice. Right. Especially if it's early in the morning or at the end of the day or over the lunch hour. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, places like care counseling, we have telehealth services too, meaning Mm -hmm. it's audio and visual therapy. So let's say you're at a job where you can't leave for an hour and a half with drive time. Right. You could... Even go to your car because that's a private space and do your session right there. Or book a conference room. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, you know, keeping in mind, you know, I, that had never occurred to me that there might be this other way that we can sit there and, 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 and tap into this as a resource because that does take out a lot of that right. barrier as far as the, oh, I just, I can't, I can't fit it in. Or, and, mm-hmm. and especially if you're using that not only as an excuse, but it's also causing you anxiety to go, yeah. how am I going to find time yes. to get? How am I going to explain this to my boss? Exactly. Who might be causing the problem. Right. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Because it could be any of those things. And I'm sure a lot of times it does domino effect for mm-hmm. your clients that they're going, I don't know where I'm going to fit it in. And now I'm stressed out that I can't go yes. see my, now I'm disappointing my counselor and my therapist because I can't make it to my session. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's the third point. It takes work. Mm-hmm. Like mental health yeah. is, it doesn't just happen. Right. Yeah, it takes a lot of effort. Um, and even from like you asked about what does it look like when you first start coming from the first session, it is work. Right. Um, you know, there's documentation that has to happen. What's really great, though, those first few sessions, it's, we call it the diagnostic assessment. During that time, the therapist is really kind of leading the conversation, mm-hmm. kind of like us being here for the first time. Miss Shannon's leading our conversation. So you kind of have a guide to help you in the beginning, asking questions. And then after you get past sort of that with some treatment planning, then you move forward and it's your journey. Right. And the way I kind of picture it or explain it to clients, it's kind of like, you know, you as the person going to therapy are on this path of life and the therapist is behind you saying, hey, do you see that pothole coming up? You know, be careful. Remember last time when you fell in that pothole, what could you do differently this time to hopefully get around it? Right. And so the therapist isn't walking for you. They're not telling you where to turn, but they're saying, hey, remember when that happened before? How could we look at it differently? How could we get around that barrier to help life feel a little bit easier. Yeah, we always try to tell clients when they call the first time that like the first couple of sessions might feel cathartic, but no one gets better. Right. Telling your story is like the start of the journey. Um, And then we move into treatment planning and, uh, you know, we could teach someone a hundred skills for coping with anxiety and only one needs to work. Mm -hmm. Right. I think we also had some information as we get ready to, to wrap up this particular break about how mental illness is just impacting our society. Mm-hmm. And I thought those numbers were very, very uh, uh, telling and freeing to how, help our my talkers know that they aren't the only ones that might be in these type of scenarios. Yeah, so like 44 million people a year experience a serious mental health crisis. That's like 20% of the population. It's fascinating when you look at that across generational things because I actually think it's understated. So 50 plus is only like 14%. Right. 18 to 25 is almost 30 and that, that's probably because we're training people to actually consider their mental health. Um, and then when you look at that, only 50% of people even seek treatment. Half of those people like fail out in their first session, right? Um, which is crazy. So bo- basically, most people are carrying this weight on their own. 
or coming back at a future right. time. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're saying that things are getting better with our next mm-hmm. generation because yes. I can imagine because I'm on that mm-hmm. teetering in between our Gen yeah. X, especially all of us Gen Xers. You know, we're the you know the man up and walk it off you know generation. Yeah. Like it's you know and it's then seemed, cell phones showed up exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean, we're kind of like I think we were just encouraged when you were younger to be. You, you know, that's that's part of being self-reliant. It's mm-hmm. part of being self-sufficient and saying, oh, I can do this myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go and 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 yeah. seek help. I'm tough the one that has to do. Yeah. Tough it out. <laughs> and then going, oh, wait, you don't have to tough it out. And sometimes toughing it out is not in your best interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a that's a that's a big mental shift for a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when we're going to go to break now. So what are we going to cover when we get back, John? Oh, I think we're going to go into Uh, a few of the things that you should expect from good therapists. So we're going to just kind of talk through those. We can also talk about the different services we have and how to reach out for the first time. So we see children through adults, couples, families, et cetera. Um, There's a number of agencies we'll we'll bring up that are great first touch points because a lot of times people don't know who to reach out to or how to reach out. And you can reach out to us if you would like to be part (laughs) of the mom show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with our folks from Care Counseling on on mytalk1071.com. Thank you again for joining us here on The Mom Show on MyTalk1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Remember, if we move kind of quick in this episode, you can always find the podcast. You just go to MyTalk1071.com, use the keyword CARE, because we are joined today from CARE counselor, Dr. Andrea Hutchinson and John Hutchinson. They're here telling us why it is okay for us to go and seek counseling or therapy and to go starting that journey to mental health. Yes, we thank you so much for having us on. I feel like this is a really important topic. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we just want to kind of talk about that journey. Right. We talked a little bit about those first few sessions and how it can feel kind of scary or overwhelming to share a lot about yourself. Um, It takes, you know, kind of a big risk to be able to do that. And you have to be pretty vulnerable. Um, I know the counselors we have at Care Counseling, they are wonderful people who will Mm -hmm. guide you through that process in a way that feels very um, genuine and good and comfortable. Yeah. and John mentioned earlier, too, we really want you to make sure you get the right fit. Right. So yes. We push that all the time with our clinicians. We want to make sure that each client gets the right fit. And if it's feeling a little bit off, we encourage them to find a different counselor, whether it's within care counseling or at an outside agency to make sure people have that fit. And your counselors, it sounds like, help you along that journey. So if you're, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to do all that heavy lifting yourself, no. but you also need to not take it personally. If it's if you're speaking to one counselor and they go, you know what, I think one of my counterparts might yes. be yeah. better at communicating or with you or, or handling this particular type of thing. It doesn't mean you're odd nope. or weird. It's just finding the right way to put all of your puzzle pieces yeah, together. Yeah, and that might be yeah. a choice you have too. I mean, you might start the journey journey and get the diagnosis and decide you you would be more comfortable working with a man right or a woman or mm-hmm. with someone that's a little older or has actual experience being married or losing someone right all of that's healthy mm-hmm. can um, i, can we're I not add trained. in uh, producer sonny yes i don't think it is an accident that uh care counseling is here today <laughs> no, no, and, and i say yes. that because um and I and my spirit, I've been wanting to be quiet for 30 minutes, but I feel oh. like I'm adding to the problem by not talking because it's so easy to just mm-hmm. suffer alone. Yes. I was diagnosed with anxiety earlier this year. And last mm-hmm. week I was diagnosed with the eating disorder. 
Mm-hmm. And so, um, you don't got to sound sad. I'm no, no, no. Yeah, thank you for sharing, Sonia. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate um, yeah. that. Thank you I'm for s- taking that risk and jumping in. Yes, I'm saying real. that because I know it's people that's listening and I know they're dealing with stuff. Somebody just sent me a message on my Facebook page and said, thank you for being honest about that. They're dealing with their own stuff. And right. how, and it's, I just found out there's a genetic link to eating disorder. So yeah. I, so if it's genetic, then there's how many people dealing with it and we're not talking about it. So number one, I thank yeah. you guys for being here on Mom Show because we clearly need it. Right. Our species mm-hmm. clearly needs it. But I was sitting here the last 30 minutes listening to you guys about the struggle of starting it up. And it is a struggle. So mm-hmm. if somebody's yeah. out there, just it's, it's baby steps. That's how I've been doing it. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. baby steps. So first is just making the call. Right. Yeah. And then I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to. That made me uncomfortable. <laughs> right. And then call back and then they yeah. ask for the insurance. And then I don't talk to them for two weeks. And then I call <laughs> back. And then, so, it's, so for me, it's been baby steps. Yeah. And, and I think the programs, too, they know how difficult it is walking yeah. into it. And and just take baby steps because it is it's 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 very uncomfortable being vulnerable. It right. is mm-hmm. because we're, we're you know, it's it's cool to be strong. Right. And, yeah. and I'm a hustler. And I'm working, and, and mm-hmm. it's and it's cool, and it's not cool to be vulnerable, right? But we're killing ourselves literally, yeah. yes, um, because the diagnosis that I got is life threatening, right? Yeah. And yeah. so we are literally suffering in silence to the point where we're killing ourselves yes. because of our ego, and it's mm-hmm. just go get some help, just take baby steps. So I just want to throw that in there, and I felt like being me being quiet and silent, I'm. I'm adding to the problem. We have right. to be honest and understand we're humans. We're right. all dealing with it. Yeah. We're in it together, right. really, at the end of the day. So, And I appreciate you, Sonny. And yeah. I mean, you are, you are a good friend of mine. And I know, you know, it, it back to what we were saying in the, the previous segment. If you are not along in your journey where you feel comfortable sharing, that's okay. There are lots right. of us that have our stories that we're might be willing to be more open about that but we are using these to encourage you to go you're not alone and you can go and get support and there are lots of opportunities out there I know I've talked to friends Mm -hmm. before that have said oh I went to therapy and it didn't Mm -hmm. work yeah Mm -hmm. and it's and that's why we go back to the story of it's okay to go you know what I I wasn't with the therapist that communicated the way right. that I needed them to communicate right. or yeah. I wasn't at the place in the journey right. that I could even receive that help. Right. help. Right. You know, right. we all have gone through those scenarios where we're like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to start working out eight days a week and I'm going to do yeah. this. And it's like, that's impossible. That's yep. absolutely impossible. I'm just going to do everything right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can get small, you know, you can have somebody that'll help you get those step after step after yep. step. So I feel like we need to acknowledge the fact that, well, first of all, thank you so much for sharing, but yeah. that was not like a plant. I, we've met Sunny two times. Right. She's, she's a wonderful person. And mm-hmm. I, I so appreciate you sharing it because I, I didn't come from a mental health background. I've been in management consulting and working with like CPG, which is like food companies. Right. Um, and as we've transitioned into this new organization, I've found all kinds of friends and family members come to me with, you know, their struggles and they're like, is this normal? Is this something they can actually get help? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how perverse or like how um, pervasive mental health issues are. Right. Whether it's just like passively thinking about mm-hmm. what would the world be like if I wasn't here? Yes. Yeah. We just had a caller. Yes. They felt more comfortable me asking the question. They wanted to know if any of the speakers um, are, are actually seeing anyone. Yeah. So I guess are you guys counselors? Yep. So okay. I'm the clinic director. So this is Andrea. Um, and I'm a psychologist, so I have my master's degree and my doctorate in counseling psychology. Um, I have a very small caseload since I'm managing the clinic. However, I kind of have my eyes and ears on all of our clinicians. Mm-hmm. We have about 30 clinicians currently, and I'm constantly setting up uh, trainings and different things to help support our clinical development as a company. And we have excellent clinicians. I've yeah. worked at a lot of agencies, and I just 
truly believe we have some of the best counselors in the state. There mm-hmm. are many great counselors at other agencies, too. I just think we have a really wonderful group of individuals um, who treat people, you know, from ages like two all the way up to late adulthood. Um, and it's really important to have, you know, that area of specialty with different ages. You know, developmentally, mm-hmm. if you think about your life journey, the world looks different at every stage. And it's important to have a therapist who really gets that life stage. Yeah. And we, we haven't talked about this yet, but care counseling's entire mission is building a community to support the community. Right. And what that means is we're trying to find great clinicians and hold on to them because turnover in the industry is actually really, really high. Right. And since rapport is so important to like a mental health relationship with your clients, if you're constantly turning over clinicians, you can't provide great services. Right. So we do a lot of things to hold on to our clinicians to make sure they get a lot of training, to make sure they have good experiences, whether that's like giving them consistent raises, giving them, you know, opportunities to advance like in their career, giving them training um, engagements that they're actually interested in, doing team building. Um, and what what that leads to is we can't keep up with our applicants. Right. Which is like a very odd thing. In mental health, we we haven't posted a job for a, a practitioner in five years, and we can't like. There are so many good people knocking on our door to work here. So people like I know Ben Doctor, Nate Pins, Jeannie Farrell um, are all taking clients right now. Also, we train our so Kai and Shaga and Becca, our admin team, um, Shira too. They they are trained to answer the phone and help you kind of get those symptoms out without getting too deep, which is right. a, like mm-hmm. a really big balance. And a lot of times they'll refer you to someone internally or they might send you to another agency if it's a better fit. Mm-hmm. Twin Cities is wonderful. There's a bunch of really great organizations here, mm-hmm. whether it's Hazelden or Melrose. Um, so, yeah, we're we're very open. We're not going to try to make an extra 15 bucks if it right. impacts somebody's mental health. We're going to try to get you to the right place because we know it's like. What a great opportunity to fail out of mental health. Right. And I, you know, uh, you know, as uh, producer Sani said, it, it, it is you make that first phone call and you're mm-hmm. almost sometimes I think that we're so trepidatious about making that first phone call that you're looking for reasons for exactly. it to fall apart. For sure. Like you're hoping that they don't answer the phone <laughs> or that they oh they I can't afford it. I can't, you're looking I for can all of them. I can only make it in at 1115 on and Thursdays. And if they say that I can't week. do it, I'm not doing yeah. it. You know, like you're already sabotaging yourself <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. because it is such a, a, a difficult transition. Like I remember the last time when I was going back to therapy, it was because I had, you know, I had gone through a breakup and it was mm-hmm. a very dysfunctional relationship and I was actually very proud of myself that I got out of it when I did and and I was talking to my younger sister and she was the one that said well you need to go back and see your therapist and I'm like why I did the right thing and she goes because what you'll do is you'll do as you were saying you know Dr. Andrea it was about I'll fall back into those pitfalls she goes what you'll do is you'll go back to working all the time and taking Mm -hmm. care of your son Mm -hmm. because you're good at those two things and then in a year, you're going to go for the low fr- low hanging fruit because you don't figure out why you you date these guys or why mm-hmm. you go into this scenario again and why you get in these relationships. And I, I was the like, same thing. Nose to the grindstone until you're bloody. Right. <laughs> and so it's like, well, I know how to navigate these waters. And so I mm-hmm. needed somebody to help me go. No, we're going to get you in a whole different pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to get you over here now so that you don't make that same mistake and end uh-huh. up back here again in a year and a half or two years mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Well, good job. I got out of it. <laughs> but maybe I can just practice not getting into that scenario. And those are the things that I think that, you know, we have a variety of things throughout our our, our lives and our, our journeys mm-hmm. here on this planet as human beings where having an appropriate relationship with a mental health coach, counselor, therapist 
can help you Mm -hmm. along the way. And that's what a lot of what I think we're going to cover, you know, from week to week here with care counseling is that there are lots of very serious things. But there's also these what you might go. It's too small. Mm -hmm. It's too small to talk to anybody about it. Mm -hmm. And I, I promise if you come in and it is too small, our clinicians will tell you. Fair enough. But Mm -hmm. there's a good chance if it's too small and you're going to therapy, anxiety might be a thing in your life. Right. Okay, well, you have one. uh, We're going to go to our final commercial break and come back. And what are we going to cover, Dr. Hutchison and John? What are we going to cover in our last break? They're like, there's so much to cover. We don't know what we're going to cover first. Um, I think we should go through the rest of the common factors that lead to good therapeutic relationships. Mm -hmm. So things like goal consensus, empathy, et cetera. Um, Just kind of so you can... You can think about what 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 should I be looking for in mm-hmm. that first couple of sessions? What like when is someone great versus good at their at their job as a therapist? Wonderful. And you can also be part of the bomb show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with our friends from Care Counseling. Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. We are joined today with by Dr. Andrea Hutchinson and John Hutchinson from Care Counseling. I'm Shannon. And uh, so, John and uh, Dr. Hutchinson, I want to start with this. I, uh, uh, some producer Ta- Sonny told me during the break that um, someone called in because I had to use the word crazy, and I apologize for using that word. Uh, my whole point of that is bringing up. A lot of what we're calling this morning, uh, this morning, talking about destigmatizing a lot of these mental health concerns and issues that people have. And so my goal, and I'm sorry if I clumsily said this, um, was to talk about the fact that sometimes you feel isolated. And so you go, I feel crazy. Yeah. I, am I crazy? And so I don't go get help. And so I apologize for uh, anyone that I offended by the use and of that word. There's a chance that I might have said it, too. Okay. I mean, it's like it's one of those things in mental health it's so hard because you want to talk about it because you want to normalize it but also it's such a sensitive topic that it's really easy to run afoul so um our apologies we're Mm -hmm. we're certainly not trying to be insensitive but um sometimes you know you do have these feelings where like your you know your gut feels wrong and it feels like your your head is going in a different direction than reality even even if it's like a small microcosm of a of a moment and And it's difficult to find the right right way to articulate that sometimes like i've just Mm -hmm. felt in you know when i'm in the midst of some of these scenarios going i don't even know who i am today yeah and so it's got to be very difficult and you know to go back and 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 i remember my particular Mm -hmm. journey and some of my you know things in life and i know that we're going to talk about some of these bigger concepts you know as we continue this relationship yeah. with care counseling, but being in the midst of it and going, how did I even get here? Right. You know, having that moment when you just kind of wake up and one minute you want to laugh hysterically and the next minute you want to burst into tears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm highly verbal. I'm definitely not a mental health practitioner, but I work around them. And like, that's, that's why I'm so glad that Dr. Hutchinson and the team spend so much time training on these right. kind of topics. Because I mean, if you think talking about mental health is hard, try talking about diversity yes. or religion or some of these other highly sensitive topics where like literally there's no path, but the wrong one. A lot yeah. of times it's and difficult. That's how we learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we make mistakes, we learn and we can, especially if I love that we got that feedback and that's yeah. part of therapy too. Right. Give your, if you do seek out help, give the person feedback. If they mm-hmm. say something that feels insensitive mm-hmm. to you, bring it up because that relationship is how growth happens. Right. And so having those tough conversations and practicing with a therapist, how to say, Hey, that hurt my feelings. For sure. That's really good practice. And then to have in return, somebody say, I'm so sorry. That was not my intention. Exactly. I can learn and grow from that. Yeah. Right. And that's hard to do. It's hard on both ends to call it out. And it's hard to also say, hey, I need to learn and grow and change. And and that's a part of life. And that's what we're trying to foster 
at our company, and I know a lot of other companies in the cities mm-hmm. are also doing that. And I know a lot of times, like, therapists will take those moments to kind of push back on those thoughts. Like, what, what do you think I, my intention was, et cetera? Because I think a lot of times checking, checking your own reality, because maybe you've been trained or your experiences have put you into a point where you think, you know, you're going to the worst case scenario. Right. That, that makes life a lot harder on you, too. Right. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting that we, you know, I'm, again, very happy that we're having this conversation and that we're going to be able to continue these conversations because a lot of the numbers that you were looking at, John, were about how pervasive the need for this Mm -hmm. kind of these kind of services Mm -hmm. and this kind of support are in our society. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think it's the more I learned about this um, industry and like I know as we were like kind of conceptualizing the clinic the thing we kept coming back to is like it's crisis oriented right traditionally which means like really high acuity or like really intense sense symptoms like you shouldn't go like hopefully people get help before they attempt suicide right um right. so that's what we're trying to do we're trying to be a stopgap mm-hmm. yep and there are like John was saying we were going to get to it but Time went really fast today. Yes, wow. they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we really did want to hit on the idea that there are different levels of care and we're kind of um, like treatment. And care counseling is kind of that first step. And John mentioned it too, kind of as people are coming out of more intense treatment. Mm-hmm. So we are the once a week therapy. We're not inpatient. We're not, you know, every day of the week, like yep. some people see on TV that people go to. We're, you know, helping people who often are doing pretty well in life, but they're covering up a lot of stuff happening underneath the surface. We always talk about it as we're like the first and last stop in your okay. mental health journey. That being said, like our team is really good about like fielding calls. So if you call, we can help you find the right yes. organization, um, which is great. We have no problem helping you navigate a really complex marketplace. Right. Also, since this is the mom show, I'm going to take a second to say hi to my kids. Yes. Hi, Charlotte. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Sophia. Yes. How old are your kids? Do you mind? Uh, two and four. Oh, oh. tiny. If yeah. your two-year-old is paying attention They're to all buddies. these words, I'm impressed. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, she's not. <laughs> she's probably like, what, carrying stuff around? Yeah. And just probably. <laughs> for the listeners, too, you probably notice we have the same last name. So we're a husband and wife team. Yes. Yeah. So we're Andrea. balancing the company <laughs> with children and all the busyness of life. So yeah. if you're going through that, too, I get it. It oh. is hard. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's work. Yes. Because <laughs> not only are you responsible for your mental health, now you have other human yes. beings that you are responsible for. Yeah. And I just, I know, you know, from, 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 from my day-to-day life, you're looking at this little person like, I am trying so hard not to make you complicated. I'm like, so if sorry, I could just... Buddy. Exactly. I thought that was the right decision and maybe I made a mistake, you know? And that happens all the time where you're like, how did I... You know, am I making this more complicated for you as you age because I gave you pizza and I should have given you apples? So, it's difficult. Yeah, I mean, like, so much of life's like that where, like, the path is so simple. It's really easy to know how to be a good parent. It's really hard to be a good parent. Right. Like, I could be much skinnier. I know how. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's just like, do we actually follow through on all yeah. those things? And so, remembering we just need to be good enough parents. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, we're going to have to wrap her pretty soon. So I know mm-hmm. we'll cover some of these next things mm-hmm. next time you guys are on. But we have time to hit a couple more points before we have to wrap up. So, Andrew, let's talk about some of these common th- factors. Like, what? Yeah. What should you be looking for? Well, I mean, Miss Shannon brought up right in the beginning or maybe halfway through the idea that Everyone's looking for excuses to not go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Right. And the research shows that we make a decision on if we like somebody within less than a second. Right. And so therapists have a lot of barriers they're also trying to overcome to get a person mm-hmm. to want to come back. Mm-hmm. And so I really encourage people, try your therapist for a couple sessions. The okay. diagnostic yep. assessment, it's very structured. It's an interview. 
Um, and so is treatment planning. After yeah. that, give your therapist a chance to do the actual therapy. So I always tell people, if you can commit to five sessions, yep. even four, and see if it's a good fit, if not, you will know by then. Right. Um, find another person. Know. And I know everyone at our company is totally comfortable with and okay with you saying, hey, this isn't the right fit. We, I mean, we incentivize our team so that mm-hmm. they actually promote the idea of clients switching to the best possible resource. Right. Right. Well, I think that that is fantastic. And we are going to cover a lot of difficult mm-hmm. but necessary topics <laughs> as we continue this relationship with care counseling. I want to remind everybody that they can go to your website to go ahead and make those first steps. It's carecounseling.com. And I believe the phone number is 612-223-8898, right? Yep. And if you hit a one after that, you'll get right through to the admin team. Perfect. Yeah. So we encourage you to make this your first call if you're out there and you have even just a an inkling that you might be in a position that having some sort of counseling yeah. would benefit you. We encourage you to go ahead and make that call. Feel free to call us just for fact finding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, the number is 612-223-8898 and their website is carecounseling.com. John, Andrea, it was so great to talk to you. I'm sure we're going to get into some very serious, but some very necessary topics as we continue. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll even Thank have a little Thank you for fun. having us. Yes, thanks. And thank you, Sonny. Again, you can always find us at mytalk1071.com, keyword care.